Question, have you ever heard something from God and wondered who could you talk to because the person that you spoke to or the family friends that you shared it with laughed at you or thought you were foolish or thought what you were saying was crazy or outlandish because truly it came from God and in the natural it didn't seem like anything that you said could actually take place. Well, in this video today on this podcast episode, we're going to talk through how we can push past those moments, how we can persevere as we share what God is sharing with us with our family, friends, and loved ones and how we can truly see what God has said take place in our lives. How about that? It's me, Ricky Jones Jr. Great people. I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm your friend. Um, with you, right? I've been where you are. I've overcame the moments and, you know, I persevered at the end of the day. And I'm excited to share with you practical tools on how you can persevere yourself, but then as well, pursue your purpose, live out your destiny and see and do all the things that God has intended for you to do in this world. So I'm excited. We're going to get into it, right? Because oftentimes we find ourselves in that space, in that place where God has shared something great with us. We've prayed to God, requested from God. God has then spoken to us and we're excited to do the various things that God says that we will do or we're excited to receive the different things that God has shared with us that we can look forward to receiving. And after hearing those things, we go and share, right? Because that's what we do. We're people of communications. We're people of community and we love to share the excitement and the exciting things that takes place in our lives. However, on the other end of sharing those things, there may be people that come across our paths or people that we share those things with and they may laugh, they may mock, they may ridicule, or they may talk down or try to suppress the various things that God is sharing with you. But I promise you, by the end of this here episode, you will know what to do, how to do it, and then be excited about seeing what God has to say to you, no matter what people have to say in response to it, okay? If you're ready for that, say I'm ready, right? Say I'm ready, smash that like button, and uh, share it with a friend. Share it with a friend because you never know what other people are doing dealing with and going through and the private times or private moments in their lives. However, in those moments, right, a lot of things could happen. Either we could continue in faith or we can live in doubt, largely because the response we get from others. However, great people, this is nothing new. Like the Bible has says, there is nothing new under the sun. At the end of the day, there is a story in the book about it. And we're going to read about Sarah, right? We're going to read about Sarah and Abraham. And even before I read, let me just give you a little back context of what has been or what has transpired before we read what we read. And so this was when God was telling Abraham that he and Sarah would bear a son named Isaac, okay? And at this time, Abraham was 99 years old. Sarah was 89 years old. They have a 10-year gap. And so they already had Ishmael. Well, not Abraham and Sarah, right? Abraham went into their maid servant, which ultimately became their wife, his wife when they became one during the uh, moment. And they bear a son named Ishmael. However, after Ishmael was born and all those things, God said to Abraham, like, no, like the covenant and the promises that of the blessing will not be for Ishmael. They will be for Isaac. And so Abraham's like, wait a minute, hold on. And so this was a time in which Abraham heard from God and he laughed. He being Abraham laughed when God shared with him that he would bear a son. Abraham was like, wait, I'm gonna be a hundred years old with a son. Like, mm, get out of here with that. However, ladies and gentlemen, it was a time where Abraham 
was hearing from God again outside of his tent. And so Sarah actually heard this interaction between God and Abraham, which is interesting as well, because oftentimes when we do hear from God, it's in the privacy of a prayer time, of journaling, of meditating, right? Or reading the word. It's a one-on-one time. However, Abraham was in a space, in a place where he was close with God, so much so that as God was talking to Abraham, others as well was able to hear. So I thought that was cool, right? And uh, man, how great could it be if our devotion, our prayer time, our communing with God is so great, so large that others come in contact with it as well? Like, man, I could only think of Jesus being the only time in which that happened to as well when Jesus was baptized. But nonetheless, it's something to aspire to. But in the word, it says, then one of them said, I will return to you about this time next year and your wife, Sarah, will have a son. So I did forget a part. Abraham was spending time with three other gentlemen that were around where Abraham was and he brought them something to eat and something to drink and they were just talking and communicating. And on the latter end of their communicating, this is what one of the men said, that next year, Sarah was going to be with a child and when they come back, they will be able to see this child. And so even after hearing from God, the first time it was a confirmation. And so here it is, great people. See, it's just building on each other. God is so good and gracious on how he does this thing because as we go about living life, hearing from God and doing what God will want us to do, as we talked about last week here and do, I believe that God will, if you're open to it, right? God will confirm his word sometimes through other people, sometimes through reading the word, sometimes through prayer. He'll confirm what he says to you in a other prayer, right? But always be attentive to when God says things multiple times because it's confirmation to what he said. It's confirming what he said so you can have faith, trust, and belief in the goodness that God has for you. And so be attentive, right? Maybe this is confirmation for you that God will confirm his word, but more than anything, that God will fulfill the word that he's spoken to you the first time, the second time, the third time, or whatever number of time that he's on saying what he's already said to you. However, It goes on to say, Sarah was listening to this conversation from the tent. Abraham and Sarah were both very old by this time, and Sarah was long past the age of having children. Okay, like I said, Sarah was 89 years old at the time in which this conversation was taking place, in which she already felt like she did what she should do as far as Abraham bearing a son by Abraham sleeping with his, you know, maid servant, which ultimately became another one of his wives. And, uh, you know, she felt like she did what she needed to do. But no, 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 no. Not what God said. Verse 12. So she laughed silently to herself and said, how could a worn out woman like me enjoy such pleasure, especially when my master, my husband, is also so old? Now, you know, Sarah said what she said, calling her husband her master. Um, you know, I'm going to just highlight that and leave that there. You know, say shouts out to you, Shante. You know, I'm not, I'm not saying you to say what you, you know, maybe should say. But nonetheless, at all, you know, say having fun. Having fun with my fam that watches these videos on YouTube. And speaking of, if you do as well, right, let me know your name in the comment section below. I would love to speak directly to you and share different things that God has shared with me um, about you. But nonetheless, it goes on to say... So she laughed silently to herself and said, how could a worn out woman like me enjoy such pleasure? Verse 13, then the Lord said to Abraham, 
Why did Sarah laugh? Why did she say, can an old woman like me have a baby? Is anything too hard for the Lord? I will return about this time next year and Sarah will have a son. This was so cool, right? Because Sarah was hearing the conversation between Abraham and the gentleman and she laughed to herself. And then God questioned Abraham as to why Sarah was laughing about what these gentlemen were saying. And so much is in that, right? However, what I can pull out, what we can even draw from this story in this situation is the very fact that as God shares different things with us, as we share with others what God is saying or as others share with us what God is saying, we can't be worried about what others has to say. We can't be distracted by the laughter, the chitter chatter, uh, the mockery or anything outside of what God has said. Now, again, I'm saying this off of experience and long story short, as you can see, we have, if you're watching on YouTube, we have a South African flag behind me. And more than anything, it's largely because we are now living in Johannesburg, South Africa. Previous to living here, we lived in Tampa, Florida as Americans living life. However, God shared with us, first myself and then my wife, that we're to move to Johannesburg, South Africa. And truth be told, I was like, wait, what? This is what you owed us to do, God, and God confirmed it. However, even before God sharing that to me, he already shared that we would travel around the world teaching and sharing his love, which I had in my mind what that would look like. However, I'm glad I just kept it in my mind and I didn't limit God. But at the same time, with that and out of that, we're now living here. However, previous to living here, we shared it with people. We shared it with our family, our friends, our loved ones. And we had all kind of responses like, what? Really? Africa? Are you sure? Is it safe? Um, or no, I don't want you to go. Y'all are family. Like, I don't know what we would do without you. Or no, you don't have to do it like that. Like all different. I mean, we did have some people that was like, yeah. Hey, go for it. Sounds exciting. I'll be there. I'll visit. But very few. Right. But at the same time, what we had to do was we had to stick to and be rooted to what God said. Right. We couldn't be distracted by what others said, knowing that it was a word that God shared with us. Just like you, my brother, my sister. Right. Shantae, uh, Mama Jones and the other ones that watch these videos and listen to the podcast. We have to stick to and be anchored to the word that God shares with us, no matter what people's responses are. We can't let it distract, deter, or uh, decline or diminish what we believe and know God shared with us. What we share with them should simply be simply that, what God shared with us. It shouldn't be us sharing to get confirmation or to get validation or to get the assurance that, yeah, we heard truly what God said. Like, no, we have to know and we have to trust and believe that we can hear from God. And when we do hear the words of God, we run with it, right? And sometimes you have to write it down, right? And when you write it down, it allows for you to see it twice. It allows for you to experience it twice. Not only do you hear the word, but you also get to see the word. And sometimes we do. We do like to bounce the word of God off of different things as we come in contact with life, right? Because that's a practical tool, right? Writing down what we hear from God, which is why I journal, which is why God gave me a journal to share with others, right? Titled, What is he to you today? Which is on Amazon because oftentimes we hear from God, not even realizing we hear from God. But when we hear different things, we should write those things down so that it's confirming to us what we heard so that when those things happen, we can say, oh, wait, wait, wait. I do remember. I do remember that being said, or I do remember a conversation with God about that. And you can retrace your steps and say, oh, 
This is what he said. God did tell me this was going to happen even before it took place. And it even excites you. It strengthens your faith. It strengthens your confidence and your capabilities to hear from God. Because as we talked about last week, the word says that my sheep hear my voice and the voice of a stranger, they will not follow. Well, as children of God, as people of God, we can hear his voice, right? Like have that faith, have that assurance that you can hear God's voice. And with that, operate with that, right? Don't allow for others, whether it's great reactions, whether it's diminishing or depleting reactions, because some people can pop our balloons. We could be hurt by their responses. But more than anything, we have to do what God has shared with us to do. And getting back to the very story that we was reading, like God said, is there anything hard for the Lord? Verse 15, Sarah was afraid. So she denied it, saying, I didn't laugh. So as God was talking to Abraham, Sarah was hearing what God was saying, and she was denying that she was la or she laughed about what was said within herself. However, hmm, it says, but the Lord said, no, you did laugh. The Lord called her out on what she was saying within herself, right? What she had said in the midst of God's conversation with Abraham. And I like it. I like it. You may be wondering why. Why do you like it, Ricky? I like it because God was making sure that Sarah was in a place of faith, right? And I say that to say when you are sharing with others what God is sharing with you, and maybe they don't respond or react the way that you expect them to, or they don't do it in a joyous way or exciting way, or a way in which builds you up, it's okay. Like allow for the moment to past allow for you to walk away saying I understand that you may not be excited I understand that you may not get all that I'm saying to you about what God has said to me but I want you to know that God will share with you in due time or you will see in due time that what God has shared with me is truly what he wants to do with me through me and for me right even Jesus himself said to others as it was coming to the end of his lifespan here on earth said that if you don't believe the words that I I say, right? Jesus himself saying, if you don't believe what I say, God in the flesh, Jesus saying, if you don't believe the words that I say, it's okay, right? Believe the works that I've done. And I say all that to say, we have to take on that same mindset and have that same thought that people won't always believe the things that we say, right? Even if we say we heard from God about what we're saying, but at the end of the day, what they can believe and what they can see is the very works of God, the very hand of God on our lives as we're operating on what God has said. So as a practical tool, great people, hear and do. But at the same time, know that people, as you share different things to them, may not receive it the way you want them to receive or may not respond the way you want them to respond. Even back on a couple of weeks ago, we talked about when Zachariah heard from God about his wife, Elizabeth, bearing a son. He spoke against what was being said to him by the angel and he was shut it up, right? He was quieted. He wasn't even able to speak until his son, John, came on the scene. And sometimes, right, we will Will know who will speak positively or who will speak discouraging words. And maybe it's for us not to speak to those immediately that 
will speak those discouraging words, right? Maybe we haven't built up the confidence. Maybe we haven't built up the faith that we can truly hear from God or we will believe what God has said to us will actually come to pass. Well, let's not talk to them, right? Maybe this is a space. Comment down below if God is sharing with you various things and I promise you I will cheer for you. I will pray for you and I will speak directly to you if God has said anything to me about whatever it is you have said, right? If you're listening on the podcast, email me, right? You can email me on pursuit of destiny productions at gmail.com. Pursuit of destiny productions at gmail.com. I'll definitely put it in the show notes down below. However, with it being said, I want you to know and I want you to be in an environment and in a community where not only you can say what God has said to you, but you can know that there'll be others cheering for you, praying for you, and desiring the best for you. But at the same time, if you don't reach out, at the same time, if you're not in a community, what I want you to know is that the people that you share or talk to may not always have uh, the right thing to say, right? When you share, maybe they will laugh. Maybe they won't be able to say anything because God knows of their discouraging words that they will say to you. Or maybe you already know that they're not ready to receive what you have to say. But at the end of the day, my brother, my sister, I want you to know that if God spoke it, he will bring it to pass. The things that he says will bear fruit, which I'm already speaking it to when we go get to later this week. But I'm excited, right? I'm excited because I know as this year is coming to an end, 2023, that we have to truly be attentive to what God is saying, but not only attend to what he's saying, but do what he shares with us to do. And we have to do it with a faith, a confidence, and a boldness that if he spoke it to me, he'll bring it to pass and he will be with me always, even as we step out in faith on the various things that God has shared with us. So I pray, ladies and gentlemen, that this has been edifying to you. I pray that this has been encouraging you. I pray that this has been confirming to you of the very fact that everybody's not ready to receive what you have to share or say that God is saying or sharing with you. But it's okay because if God said it to you, if God shared it with you, then he will truly make sure that what he says will come to pass. He is a person, a spirit, right? God is spirit, but he's a one of his word, right? He and his word are synonymous, right? Even in John, first St. John chapter one, verse one, in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God, which let's us know that he and his word is one. He and his word are one, right? I said it singularly because they're one, but at the same time, it's two becoming one because what he says truly will be what he does. And so as some would say, you could take it to the bank, but if you don't go to the bank, you could put it in your digital wallet. Okay. But at the end of the day, I love you all great people. I'm excited for what this week's episodes has to offer because God has shared different things with me about you that I'm excited to share it with you. And so I'll end in prayer by saying, I thank you, Lord God. I thank you for the opportunity and the reminder for us to know that as you share with us and speak to us the various things that you would have for us to do, experience, and have, that it may not be for all to hear, right? And others may not receive or uh, share a response with us that we may be expecting, but all is well because you will truly stick by your word, stick to your word to bring it to pass. And we thank you, Lord God, for 
being a person of your word, for being one of your word, for being one with your word. And we're excited for the results that your word will bring forth in our lives. We're excited. We're encouraged. And we're the better because of what your word has to say and who you are in our lives. Continue to speak to us, Lord God, and we'll continue to believe in all that you have to say. It's in Jesus' name I pray. The name above all names, Jesus. Amen. Great people, great people. I love you all. I appreciate you all. And as I look at my notes on tomorrow, I believe that we are going to be talking about uh, a relationship with God because oftentimes we're distracted or we're discouraged about life because of our relationship with God, our perfect relationship with God and the four key elements of a relationship with God that will allow for us to live heaven and experience heaven here on earth. And so I'm excited for it. I'll see you all tomorrow. Until next time. Peace. Love you.